At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Top of the morning to you. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Jonathan Von Tobel in for Paulie today. And we are live in downtown Las Vegas. Circa Resort and Casino is your spot. In five minutes, we will get into some season long player props in the National Football League. Uh, we'll look at a good bet or two to make to lead the league in passing yards this year. Uh, before we get into that, there was a a significant player in the league, a really good player, JVT, yesterday, who requested a trade, as we are now with uh, you know training camps firing up across the country. And Xavier Howard was the second best cornerback graded out at Pro Football Focus last year. He has 18 interceptions over the last two years. And he told the Dolphins, yep, I don't like what's going on here. You're not professional. Get me out of town. And so... Like a bunch of teams should have already picked up the phone to Miami to have that discussion. We kicked around like in a pipe dream world. The Packers should have been on the phone, right? Mm -hmm. Although they only have $4 million in cap space. You know, teams can adjust. They can make things happen. This is the kind of thing that we're going to make concessions right to Aaron Rodgers. Well, how do you do that? How do you add players and make moves like around training camp now? You were not doing this back in March, April, and May when you could have. So how do you do it now in the, in the 11th hour? And maybe they don't. Um, I know Pro Football Focus wrote about how the Chiefs and the Cardinals would be the two teams that make the most sense in their eyes. And the Chiefs, certainly, they need some help on defense. But if they would go out and add Xavier Howard before the season begins, 
Um, yes. I'm not going to say move their power rating up even more or, yeah. you know, you got to adjust the Super Bowl features because they're already so low, but that just it makes them that much stronger. Of course it does. So he, he is... He is that type of a difference maker. I have put the Las Vegas Raiders, I think, at the top of my list in terms of teams that should totally up, reach yeah. out. And again, you know, look, Raiders are tight against the cap. I will always say this. If a team wants a guy, they will find a way, right? They will find a way to make it work, whatever it is. We see it all the time. But I think they have enough assets to make that happen, and that would improve their team dramatically because I think a team like the Raiders, I think offensively, they're a playoff caliber team. It's been their defense that has been a big problem for them. A guy like Xavier Howard actually changes that for you. Yeah. It makes your defense just re- like just respectable to a certain extent. This is, uh, I mean, for the Dolphins' sake, though, right? In mm-hmm. that division, you know the Bills are going to be good again this year. The Bills yep. have a favorable schedule. They're a first-place team, but yet I like their schedule this year. I think it's you know, relatively easy. It's like a ninth-easiest schedule by win total strength yeah, schedule? It's yeah, it's really weird how they got uh, the Patriots, you know, are going to be better this year. Yep. A lot of guys coming back. They made a ton of off-season uh, moves. And the Dolphins were expected to be a player in that division and certainly for a playoff spot in the AFC and they still very well could be. I'm not going to say that the Dolphins are going to fall off the map if Xavier Howard's not there, but that's a pretty big loss if they have to trade this guy. Well, and think about it, too. Look, like a guy like Kyle Van Noy, right? Kyle Van Noy was not an insanely efficient pass rusher, but they lose him. Their defense might not be as good this year, and then you lose Xavier Howard if that is going to be the case. And again, you trade him away. Who knows what you get back? But regardless, no, that's, that's going to be pretty interesting with the Dolphins. Like, Does it affect their win total massively? No, but I have my questions about this team already as it stands. You know? Mm-hmm. You like Flores as a coach? You have to I at do. this point, oh, right? You have, you have to. to really like him. He's done a really good job. Are you expecting a, a, a leap from from Tua? I just didn't like what I saw. Some of the PF, like the, some of the other numbers in terms of the PFF grading. I know. An offseason makes a difference, but I just don't know. We will get into players to lead the league in passing yards this year. Who's a good bet? That's coming up next. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The NBA draft on Thursday at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Cade Cunningham of Oklahoma State, the overwhelming favorite to go number one, minus 8,000. Jalen Green of the G League Ignite is the favorite to go second at minus 380. Evan Mobley, the former Southern Cal star, the minus 225 favorite to go third. Top three picks of the draft belong to the Pistons, Rockets, and Cavaliers. Baseball coming up today, the White Sox, winners of 60 games this season. $1.80 road favorite at Kansas City, plus 165. 10 over the total at Kauffman Stadium. Cubs minus 105 at home against the Reds. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. It's good to have you on board here. Follow the money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Jonathan Von Tobel here on a Wednesday. I, got, I just thought of something. I have a bit of trivia for you and the audience at some point in this show. Okay. And it's about follow the money. It is about follow the that money. That you might not even know. Is it, is it one question or is it like going to be just like a little bit of four? trivia? It's just one. Okay, that I might not know. Yeah. Okay. I'm intrigued. By the way, three-on-three basketball being played as we speak 
at the Olympics. Uh, Team USA in action. Um, yeah, women's three by three right now. They're good. Yeah, Kelsey Plum's a really good ball player. But I'm I'm I really like three on three basketball. It is? Miss your shot, get the rebound on defense, kick it out to check it, and then it, 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 how, how do people not like this? Yep. It's well, instant gratification at its finest. Like right now, so you snatch a rebound down, uh, you take the ball, you go out to the line, and then you just immediately drive right back baseline. Yes, right. <laughs> and you draw a foul. Like it's, uh, it's so good. It's a, it's a bang, bang sport. Yep. It's blazing fast. They stay on the same, ha- you know. By the way, I will say this about, you know, how cities and a lot of people have a major problem for wanting, you know, wherever they live, like Tokyo here, for example, mm-hmm. in future cities. Like, we don't want the Olympics. It costs too much money. It's not a moneymaker. The, the amount of money they put into the facilities at these Olympic Games, where they're playing the three-on-three, the tennis courts, JBT, look like the best tennis courts I've ever seen in my entire life. Yep. Like, all this stuff is brand new. And then what happens to it when the Olympics are gone? Peace. Like, nothing. <laughs> no need. Wasn't it Beijing in 08 that as soon as the Olympics were over, they tore everything down? Yeah. Okay, moving on. That, or remember, I mean, it's different, but it's the World Cup, right? Remember? Building all of those stadiums oh, in yeah. Brazil. And now those soccer stadiums are just sitting out there. Like, there's no use whatsoever. Yes. Oh, I think it was uh, Soji when they had the Winter Olympics. Yep. The, the little village, yeah, they built up. Ghost towns. Okay. All right, so let's look at uh, quarterbacks to... Invest in the Olympic cities out there. <laughs> yes, always a good idea. How about QBs to lead the league in passing yards? in the NFL this year. Okay. Naturally, you're going to have Patrick Mahomes as the shortest shot on the board. And we have odds here, courtesy of William Hill. He is 5-1. to one. Dak Prescott is 5-1. to one. Aaron Rodgers now bumped up to 8-1. to one. Josh Allen, 8. And Matthew Stafford at 10. I, I will tell you right now that two players on that list that uh, I was hoping for a better number on. Mm-hmm. Dak would have been one, but I think Dak would have been too popular of a bet in sports books. Obviously, no, the kind of pace that he was on last year. And it is Mike McCarthy. They still have a very questionable defense, and the Dak could have thrown for 5,500 yards last year. Hell, he was on pace for that before he got hurt. Yep. Um, but if you can find, if any book out there has Dak at 8 or 10 to 1, I would certainly be betting that. And the other guy is Matthew Stafford, where I'm looking at um, Warren Sharps again, uh, SOS this year based on defensive efficiency against the pass mm-hmm. and who these teams are playing. Um, the Cowboys on the list, they actually have a relatively difficult schedule. It's like the eighth or ninth most difficult schedule. The Rams are middle of the pack overall. So pass efficiency, defensive opponents are middle of the pack. Cam Akers already went down. It's McVay here working with Matthew Stafford, who no doubt is an upgrade over Jared Goff. But don't you think, like, McVay, who already said like he was blown away by Stafford when they first picked him up, yep. is going to want to have a lot of fun with Stafford, and they're going to throw the ball a ton this year? Yeah. And, and so I think, there is, I think there is credence to, hey, if you don't believe in Matt Stafford because of everything in Detroit, like winning all that stuff, to a certain extent, I can kind of understand it, right? To, like, to the point where, you know, the offense at times still struggled, even though Stafford was given all the tools possible. How many times do we hear, hey, new offensive coordinator, this should unlock Stafford, right? Jim Bob Cooter was at the top of that list, and we, we saw times still in which he struggled, and he had a really a lot of high-variance performances. But I think there's also something to be said that pairing him up with a really solid play caller and a guy who can maximize his quarterback and a guy like McVay, those two things together can make something really good in terms of at least numbers. I don't know if they're going to win the championship, whatever it is, but in terms of putting together a quality regular season, I think that's definitely in the cards for an offense like this, a big arm like Matt Stafford, right? 
Like, I, I think there's really something there. Can I throw one at you that I, that I find pretty intriguing? Do we think that Matt Ryan, who last year finished fourth overall in terms of passing yards, has something in him to get to the top of the list in terms of yardage? 100%. Right? Yep. When you look at I absolutely have, do think Matt Ryan, if you can find a right number that would make sense, it would be worth a bet. I don't love his offensive line, and that's part of the problem for me in terms of maybe holding him back because the offensive line from a pass-blocking perspective last year wasn't that great, and by all indications, it has not gotten much better with the personnel that they've added. But I think he's got to be near the top of the uh, the mid-range shots that you're looking at. Yeah, and by the way, always shop around. We are using William, yeah. you know, n- numbers that are available here, like in Las Vegas. William Hill, Boyd has some numbers up as well. They're going to be a little bit different because I know at Boyd, and I don't know, like, I haven't bet over there on something like this. I don't know what their limits would be on Matthew Stafford. Boyd has 14-1 to 1 on Stafford. Like 14-1 is uh, to 1 on Matthew Stafford is a number that I would be intrigued by. Yep. If the number makes sense with... Um, Matt Ryan as well, I think that's a number that would, you know, if the number is good enough, I think I would bet at him as well. Because, again, I don't think the defense is going to be vastly improved for the Falcons this year, right? And mm. you can, you know, imagine a scenario where they are playing in a division with the Buccaneers, who on paper, they're right there with the Chiefs, is one of the best teams in football. Uh, the Saints, I think, are going to be involved in a lot of shootouts this year because they lost a lot on defense. You know, Michael Thomas has heard, I get that, but he's going to come back eventually. And Payne's a really good coach. And if Winston's a quarterback, I think they're going to be involved in a lot of shootouts. And, uh, you know, with Carolina in that division as well, with a bunch of weapons that they added in the offseason, McCaffrey's going to be back. I can see the Falcons being in, like getting down in some of these games or a bunch of the games um, where they're going to have to be coming back. That seems to be the MO every single year. Yep. Arthur Smith is now the head coach. Clear upgrade, offensive guy. Made Tannehill, you know, really, really good in Tennessee. So I think with his weapons, by the way, Kelvin Ridley, I love Kyle Pitts. I think Matt Ryan is actually at the right number and maybe not a bad bet whatsoever. I actually, I like Ridley to lead the league in receiving yards. Yeah. And when we talked about this last week, Adam Hill and I did, like we were saying that he was maybe available at 10 to 1. People tweeted us after the show saying that they found 14 to 1. We were saying on the air at the time, JVT, um, I'm blanking on his name, the kid from Washington, the wide receiver. McLaurin. Oh, McLaurin. Ter- yeah, McLaurin. McLaurin. Yeah, yeah. We were kicking around 19 to 1. DraftKings adjusted him to 40 to 1. And we said 40 to 1 makes some sense. After the show is over, with people are saying, I got 55 to 1 on McLaurin. Yeah. Like if, you, if you're finding much better numbers to me, like on a bet like that, it would certainly make some sense. Ridley, 14 or 15 to 1 to lead the league in receiving yards, makes some sense. If you're finding better numbers on <laughs> Dak Prescott, on Matt Ryan, on some of the other guys that we talked about, Matthew Stafford, all that stuff's going to make sense. Oh, man, and especially now, like, for those who are in markets like Colorado, right, where there's so many things being offered and yep. so many different operators that you have access to to shop around, you should be able to find the best number possible mm-hmm. almost every single time it, when it comes to some of these markets. And we have discussed before, too, when there's so many things in terms of being available, with these index props, like, you're going to find a, a shop that falls asleep a little bit yep. on adjusting some of these numbers, right? And so when you shop around, you can find some of these big edges there. Absolutely. And they think there are, it's important to have your buy price in terms of not just saying, I think Calvin Ridley's going to do it, I'll play it or whatever. Always have your, your implied probability what you want to play and go from there because you can find that number more often than not with everything being available. Okay, some other numbers I'm looking at right now at William Hill. Carson Wentz is 40-1. to 1. He's your guy. They're not going to pass the ball enough for him. No, to win. I don't think so. I, they, they, they're... They're tight end oriented, run the ball, and I think part of I think you might see him get unlocked a little bit earlier. But if you're Reich, are you not taking this slow out of the gate, right? Yeah, setting him up, play action, all those sort of things. Like I, I would not be looking at him to be the leading passer in the league. I would think so. You want to take a flyer on Kirk Cousins? 
By the way, I heard Kirk Cousins getting ripped again. I don't remember what I was listening to yesterday. Ripped again yesterday. I am. I, I, I know what I'm missing with this guy. Humans and I get uh, we've got into arguments all the time. I am an ardent Kirk Cousins defender for a certain like he's he's rock solid. He's going to be a better if you're a team in need a quarterback and he was available, you would want him as your quarterback. Yeah. And especially in a system like that where they run the ball, that zone scheme offense that has a floor that is top 15 in the National Football League every single time with Cook Jefferson now in the fold. They are freaking awesome. Yeah. And he is perfectly fine at their quarterback position. Last year was their defense. Their defense was absolutely it was, was terrible. absolutely terrible. Yep. Yep. Um like you can find quarterbacks to rip on in the NFL yes. easily every single year. There are certain guys in the narrative that just doesn't make sense to me. Like Derek Carr is he's at least serviceable. Yep. Like I would actually argue that he's, you know, above average, a good quarterback. Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins certainly is a solid quarterback in the league. Tannehill has been solid since the move to Tennessee, right? Other guys down the list, we, you got like seven, eight teams that say, yeah, the quarterback stinks. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like, I don't want to give up. I've said this a thousand times. I don't like to give up on young players, like in their second year. Like Tua Tagovailoa, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that he can absolutely improve. But it's something that I need to see to believe because he was just simply, like you said this earlier, right? He just did not look good last year. He really didn't. Like, his his form was off. It looked like he may have still been injured. It looked like, you know, did Tua actually have the ability to throw the ball deep down the field on a consistent basis? I think all those questions absolutely have to be answered yet this year. He's a, he's a guy that I'm not going to take a flyer on. But m- maybe there's room for improvement here with a guy like Tua. Mm-hmm. If we don't start to see it in year two, then by year three, maybe then probably the guy can't play. Whatever. But... Giving up on guys after year one, year two, or whatever, I think is a little bit quick. Um, do you? That's one of the names that just got thrown up there that I'm really interested in. Do you buy? Jags are going to be down a lot. Trevor Lawrence, rookie quarterback, going to be passing quite a bit out of some deficits. Has a chance to lead his lead the league in passing yardage. I'm not going to go with that for a rookie. No, I can't get there with a rookie. Can you? I, I would want like you can get Zach Wilson at 101 or 151. If we're talking in those prices for a Trevor Lawrence. I think I'd be down. I think your your price is shaded a little bit shorter than it should be because it is Trevor Lawrence. I think the situation would be there for him. Just don't know if that's actually going to be the case. I would actually look at uh, you know one of the guys in year two, but the numbers now have been completely adjusted to the point of where I'm not going to bet it, and I don't think it's worth it. I think I saw, if we can scroll back to the top, fellas, if you don't mind, look for Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow was down to 10-1 to 1 at one spot. Yeah. Now, again, we're... I got him at 25-1 to 1 at DraftKings at least. What's that? To Joe Burrow, most passing yards, you, right? You've seen 25 to 1? Yep. 10 to 1 at William Hill. 25 to 1 is, is a little bit better. Like, what, what, <laughs> what has to happen here for this to take place? Because the division here is going to be, I mean, it is very difficult, obviously, with some of the defenses he's going to be taking on. Right. Overall, top to bottom, weeks 1 through 17, it's the middle of the pack in terms of overall, every single team, the passing defenses he's going to be taking on. But it does make some sense here. Again, the narratives of, first of all, I do have my questions about the offensive line again. Mm-hmm. Um, so can they keep him upright? Can they keep him healthy for the entire year? I don't believe the Bengals are going to be able to run with Joe Mixon on a consistent basis. They play good teams. They're going to be down quite a bit in theory, which means Joe Burrow is probably going to be passing a lot. And oh, by the way, they didn't address the offensive line, but they did add... Maybe the best wide receiver in the entire draft. And now, like, a receiver, if they stay healthy, they are awesome. And here's my thing. You know, I I subscribe to the mindset, right, when we went into the draft. One of the reasons why I like Jamar Chase is it's like the new school thinking, right, which is offensive linemen 
you can kind of find later in the draft plug and play. For the most part, there's a baseline that you could find of offensive line play, right? And so they kind of did that. They went in the first round. They got Jamar Chase. Yep. Second round traded back down, so they started acquiring some late-round guys. You know, there's a chance that some of these late-round guys actually work out. They threw bodies at the problem. It's what the Buffalo Bills did. Remember that the offseason before last year, it was just bringing offensive linemen after offensive linemen, yep. and we'll find if some of these guys improve. So I think to a certain extent they did address the offensive line. You mentioned Jamar Chase. I still think it's amazing that he's actually going to be available just considering the fact that he tore his knee up the way that he did in week one, right, that he's going to be available in week one. But I, if you're talking 31, 30 to 1, somewhere in that range, I think that would be something that worth looking at for Joe Burrow. I, I think if you find 25 to 1, I would consider. If you can mm-hmm. find, I think he was available around 34, 35, but some of the books, yep. you know, if that, if that number's out there, I think I would take a flyer on Burrow uh, as well, maybe in that range. I will tell you, like, again, looking at um, the easiest schedules in terms of uh, pass efficiency on defense, like who quarterback's going to be taking on the easiest ones, Denver is number one. Yeah. They have the easiest schedule based on... Um, Might have the worst quarterback. <laughs> exactly right. So it's, just forget about it. Colts, number two. Yeah. Steelers are number three. You want to go to war with Big Ben. See, that's the thing. So I thought Big Ben would be at the top of my list, but the odds just aren't there. Because the problem with Ben is, like, for me, the, the attempts, I think, are going to be there. But it's very clear. Like, this is my whole thing with, hey, man, he's lost weight. Well, who cares if he's lost weight? Right. Is he going to start throwing the ball down the field? Exactly because, right. Like, when you saw, when you watched them last year, it was like, hey, crossing route, crossing route, crossing route. There wasn't really much to the offense. And if you remember, Michael Lombardi and I talked about this over the weekend. Remember that Colts game that they played where they had that massive comeback in the second half? He's like taking shots downfield. They're coming back. And you're like, where the hell has this been all year long? Mm-hmm. If you're getting that Ben Roethlisberger... I'm in, but considering what we saw last year and then paired with the odds of 15-1, to 1, the fact that you get two games against a team like the Ravens, who last year were the seventh-best coverage grade by defenses in the National Football League by PFF, like those are the things that turn me off of the current number of 15-1. to 1. I would stay away from Aaron Rodgers, by the way. Yeah. At any number. Well, not any number, mm-hmm. but at 8-1. to 1. And 100 you're, to 1. Yeah, well, you're not going to find a good number on Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, right? But he generally does not even push for the lead in yards. Mm-hmm. He's more of... Like, his touchdowns will be there for sure. And his TD to INT ratio is going to be phenomenal. It always has been. But he's not going to be out there. He's not a guy that actually challenges like Drew Brees and Peyton Manning for the most passing yards. That's not his MO. That's not what they do. When are we getting season-long props on, like, qualified quarterback with the least amount of interceptions? I think you can actually find that. Yeah. You might be able to find that market. Because, like, Rodgers would be Rogers at the top of the list in the category. Uh, like for that. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I think to put a bow on this... 14-1, to 15-1 in Matthew Stafford, I think, is worth it. Mm-hmm. A solid number on Matt Ryan might be worth a bet. <clears throat> and if you can find Joe Burrow at, again, 25, maybe a consideration, 30-1 to 1 in that range, I think I would bet that. To round out top 10 easiest schedules for quarterbacks against passing defenses, Dolphins are 4, Texans 5, Patriots 6, Niners are 7, Chiefs are number 8, football team number 9, Cardinals number 10. You want to make a case for Fitzpatrick or Kyler Murray? No, not at all. I can't do either one, yeah, especially like for both of them. The the red the uh, the Washington football team is going to run a little bit more, I feel. And with Kyler Murray, his legs are such a big part of his game. Like I don't know if he's pushing. For that. Yeah. By the way, at the end of the season, watch us be all for naught because the Chiefs again eight easy schedule, <laughs> and Mahomes goes out there and just is like, yeah, I got fifty three hundred yards going into week eighteen. First overall seed though, week eighteen. Yeah, who knows? Like that's the other I know. part. Yeah. I know. I know. Up next. Um, I know the NFL has to be careful with this, but it's been months already. I was a little surprised to see this statement yesterday.
1-800-636-3665. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The VEASAN football betting guides are coming soon, and there is no better way to prepare for the college and pro seasons. Our experts provide profiles on every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both. Now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe in pocket plays coming up in about 10 minutes uh, i was a little bit surprised by this statement yesterday by the nfl maybe i should have been maybe this is a me problem but you know they've had what five months to look into this stuff with Deshaun watson mm-hmm. and i get it you have to be very careful with what we're dealing with here but this is the statement they sent out yesterday the nfl's review of the serious allegations against watson remains ongoing and active we are working, uh, we're cooperating with the Houston Police Department and ensuring that the NFL's in, uh, inquiry does not interfere with their investigation at this time. There are no restrictions on Watson's participation in club activities. There are no restrictions. Were you surprised by that? Or is it like, we need to like, touch this, be very careful. It's like a hot stove. Yeah. Don't, don't approach it too quickly here. Take our time, before, get all the details as possible and... Don't don't come down with the thunder at this point. I think that's what I took. I mean, for me, the key was for now, right? 
In one week, this changes. In two days, it changes. What if it doesn't? It was in. So when I filled in on Lombardi line over this past weekend, this was one of the topics that Michael and I discussed, which was you have a team with a win total of four and a half. Uh-huh. That is a three-point underdog at home to the Jacksonville Jaguars in some spots, right, for week one. To your point and to what we talked about, what if he is available for week one? Right? Yep. Well, and now you're talking about, and look, the, the Texans, as we pointed out yesterday with Mike Palm and Derek Stevens, with Deshaun Watson starting every single game last year, they won four. Yep. Right? They, they, there's, this is a team that has some flaws. But it's not a team that is catching three points against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right, using traditional home oh. field advantage, we're talking about a six-point underdog on a neutral to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh. Like that's not the case. And so, how like, many points do you think Watson is worth? I mean, from him to Tyrod Taylor, because that's always the thing, right? It's not just a guy what it's worth; it's the difference between him and the backup. Mm-hmm. I would say at least a touch, like oh, close to a touchdown, six, seven, easy. Right. Yep. I think six would be at the top of the list for me for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Just given the difference and how good he was, like I don't think that people understand. Yes, they won four games. If you look at the grading system of PFF, advanced metrics, whatever it is, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League last year. Of course. He's a top five player in the league overall. But I think there is, you know, it's a very small chance, right, at this point. And this, mm-hmm. could, change, who knows, this could change today. It could change next week right. where the NFL comes out and says, okay, we now have the research is done. We've talked to as many people as humanly possible. Uh, we have come to the conclusion that he's going to miss the first four games, whatever. But there's a small chance that that doesn't happen, mm-hmm. right? And there is like a non-zero chance that he might that he could be out there for a week one, like you talked about, for the Texans and gives it a go. But then, and this is the other part too. And do the Texans then take it upon themselves to suspend him and not play him? This is the other fact, and I think this is why you report to camp if you're Watson. It forces the machine to start moving on what his fate is going to be for this season, mm-hmm. whether it's going to be the Texans or the league that make the decision. Yep. I also, in college football, I like this statement from uh, the new commissioner of the Pac-12 conference. Yeah. He said yesterday that uh, they believe the move by Texas and Oklahoma strengthens the unique position as the only Power 5 conference with teams in the mountain and Pacific time zones. I think that means that you're going to start adding people. Let's go. Arms race it up, baby. I mean, putting lipstick on a pig? Right. I mean, people have challenged the status of the Pac-12 being labeled a Power 5 conference for years now because in football, they've what been there with Washington and Oregon, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, they fail to get there almost every single year to the playoff and produce a team that actually deserves it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would say easy on, you know, immediately ripping the, the Big 12 and saying that, yeah, Power 5 over here, baby, we got to control on this thing. How about, you fig- how about the, the universities in your, prog- in your uh, conference actually figure out uh, their problems first before you're quickly to say, yeah, Power 5, baby, come on. It's yep. all us now. This <laughs> side of the whole country is all us. Yeah. We're in control. Now they're in, a better, they're in a better position than the other conference with the 12 next to it. But uh, at this point right now, if you're the Pac-12, you better be taking every single call from those teams in the Mountain, in the, uh, Mountain West and Pacific time zones. Yeah. It is something that I honestly, at this point in my life, with college football and how they're going to you know, maneuver this thing with teams going up, I don't. I really don't even care about it. You don't? I'm, uh, oh, I'm so excited. I'm fascinated. Here's the thing. I don't. I should say I don't have a strong opinion on it. Yeah. I'm just gonna sit back, relax, take it all in, and then well, I'll react at that point. I want a 30-team SCC conference. That could happen. It's just a minor league football. That, that, like, that's, a, let's do it. That's what I asked Brett McMurphy yesterday. Yep. Call it a different league. Call it NFL like. Whatever you want to do. Uh, we'll go for our in-pocket plays. What we're betting today coming up next. NFL Junior. 
AI has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. Let's fire away, baby. Time for In Pocket Plays. Uh, loser yesterday with the A's in the first five. You know, um, they gave Caprillion a 3 nothing lead. Yep. Then it was 3-2. Then they go to the bottom of the fifth. Think Caprillion. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Silver platter. Bam. Explode on me right now. I did some of that. Uh, for five <laughs> runs, and it's, you know, lose the bet. So that's two consecutive losses now in baseball for me. Got to correct the ship with that. Um, bets that I like as of right now in the NBA draft that are absolutely available. Give me Josh Giddy under 11.5. I'm, play- I'm paying juice here. Um, by the way, the straddle on the, the prop bets, they're not going to make it easy for you. Like they're no, not. Yeah. These are like, what, 30-cent straddles, 40-cent straddles? Mm-hmm. Some of the spots, which stinks. At least it's not a certain Tennessee book that was trending on social media. Can you bring that up quickly? Uh, yeah, you, you, you were talking, yeah. The win totals uh, that uh, that were at pick, essentially, yeah. with minus 158 price tags on both sides. On both sides? Both sides. And, like, win totals we're talking about here. One, right. The over would be minus 179, the under would be minus 141. Yep. Are you kidding uh, me? That's, that's, that's robbery. I don't know how it's legal. Um, right. Josh Giddy under 11.5, minus 150. Um, Ayo Isumu, over 26.5, minus 135. Getting mocked in that uh, 30 to 31 range, maybe 32 right now. JT Thor, over 31.5, minus 105. That's the lowest juice I'm peeing at this point. Um, I'm going to screw this guy's name up. Nemus Keda? I always go with Namias. Namias Keda? Yeah. Over 47.5, minus 140. You're seeing him go way 50, late 50s. Yeah, late 50s, maybe 50s even undrafted. Yep. And Matthew Hurt now is going undrafted per a lot of mock drafters. He's over 53.5, heavy juice, but I will pay minus 155 on that. Some bets that are available right now for the draft tomorrow night. Yep. Uh, so I added two more to the draft profile. Probably maybe have a couple before we get to the draft. Uh, tomorrow, but uh, Davion Mitchell over the ten and a half played that yesterday, buck twenty. You can still get the ten and a half, but it's now upwards to minus one eighty five. Uh, but it's a pretty big edge in terms of a p- position because the other positions for him are twelve and a half. Yes, so you're correct. Two picks of value, but you're playing a price for it. But there's an argument made that it's still available at minus one eighty at ten and a half is still worth playing. Uh, outside of that, you and I in agreement. Nemise Kata over forty seven and a half. You mentioned it. Traditional big, very good player. I think Utah State's best player, arguably last year. Uh, but I think he's going to find himself more in the mid fifties, according to every single mock draft you've seen. We haven't really seen him any higher than that. So 47 and a half at a buck 40. And then Uzman Garuba, the kid out of Spain, you're going to watch him play in these Olympic games as well. Really dynamic defender, has a good game to overall, but been mocked really late teens to early 20s. Doesn't seem like he's going to get in the range of 15, 16. So I think with some of the latest mock drafts, the best you have him is in the range of 19 or so. So give me Uzman Garuba at uh, over 15 and a half at a buck 50. And that's where you can find multiple spots DraftKings, William Hill. I think William Hill's $1.60 on that one. But those three for right now are at the top. And uh, I will um, – that's actually – I should have sent it to Santos, so we'll officially put this on even though it's not on the graphic. Jalen Suggs minus 160 with the fourth overall pick. Okay. Yeah. That's going to happen? Yeah. Okay. So do you think uh, for Garuba, do you think going over 16 and a half and saving 20 cents would also be a good bet? Or would you want to save a little bit more than that? He's over 16 and a half minus 130 at, at one book. I feel like tw- – I- I think, to me at least, when I'm drafting this, I'd rather have the positional value than the price value, right? Because it's, it, when it comes to the informationally based stuff, like right. 
uh, I feel comfortable in laying prices of around $1.50, $1.40 if the indications are the guy's not going to go. So I'd rather have the positional value as opposed to actually saving like 20 cents on a price. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, there is uh, like one player, Book Knight, for example, because he was like 10.5 right away. He is, God, now he's under 7.5 minus 195. Mm-hmm. That, it just keeps, you, I mean, he was 10.5, 9.5, 8.5, minus 165, I think I saw at one spot. Yep. Now 7.5 minus 195? That's crazy, man. Good Lord. He's a riser. He's definitely up there. Yep. Yeah, I can't wait. Like, and this is what makes the draft great, man. We're gonna watch. I'm gonna be watching this entire thing tomorrow. Oh, uh, it's of course you have to with all these bets now. Okay, Are these second round guys. By the way, congratulations! It's over with. Uh, USA women yep. took gold on three and three basketball. So if you bet that, that's a winner for you. And uh, they they put together a really good team. I thought it was fun to watch. I, I didn't have a bet on it, but still, it was uh, you know good for Team USA. And they're gonna need the medals because if you bet USA to go over the medals, now we found out what a couple of hours ago. That Simone Biles has also pulled out of the individual yep. events as well. So she's, I feel bad for her. I oh, really do. I, I heard, I mean, so, so much of the nonsense yesterday from, from people who, they would never watch the Olympics or they don't, they, they have no idea about gymnastics anyway. You have no idea. Um, I would say this about, not, not to go hot takey, but the Simone Biles stuff. Um, my wife was a gymnast for nine years. She loved this stuff. And by the way, to my wife's credit, she said this on Saturday and Sunday when we're watching stuff. When Simone was doing her warm ups, and my wife has 10, 12 years of experience in TV. She called it immediately. She goes, they're not judging Simone on TV. They're praising her even when she screws up. Mm-hmm. Like even in her routine, she was screwing up. And the announcers would say, oh, that's okay. She's going to be fine because she's competing against herself. And she's the greatest of all time. Yeah. And she's watching TV like, you need to call it out when she slips up and well, when she makes a mistake. And I would assume it's tough Like when you're that good at what you do. For me, anything she does is incredible. It it could be awful in terms of gymnastics. I'm going to watch and be like, holy bleep, that was course, Right? Yep. And so that's part of the problem when you're evaluating her from a commentary standpoint. Put it this way. There's a reason why, like, she gets graded differently than every other person because nobody else in the history of the world has even attempted the stuff that she pulls off. Yeah. So nobody can relate to what Simone Biles does. And so if she's telling you that she lost herself in midair, do you know what that means? If If you are doing, like, three flips and twists and these different angles, and you lose your spot, mm-hmm. and you don't know where you're at in midair, you can easily, this has happened before to, to gymnasts, you can come down on the back of your head, you can break your neck, whatever. This is not Tom Brady going out there and throwing a football around, or you know uh, LeBron James shooting a basketball. This, if you lose yourself in the air and you don't have it mentally, mm-hmm. you could kill yourself. Yep. You could break your neck. And the confidence is shot, and then the people just with the hot take crap of get her, you know, she quit on the team, quit on her. Just so dumb, so silly. Yep. And now she she pulled out of the individual, which stinks. And like I said, you need to now make up those goals that could potentially be gone. Well, and and really quickly to add to that, too, because some of the hot territory was, yeah, but she's going to be fine for the individual. Well, she's not. She's not. She's out. She's She's not going to be competing. Yep. Also, uh, knock the comparisons with with Pippen. Pippen quit because he was throwing a hissy fit. Yep. Yes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. Yep. (laughs) Shut up with that. Uh, first, um, first bet has a special offer for new customers. Get an instant $10 free upon sign up and then earn $10 for every $1,000 wagered up to a thousand bucks. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. And when you go to vcin.com slash horses, you're also going to find a new feature daily Saratoga picks from veteran handicapper Ed Seahorn. Use the bonus code Vegas 1000. That's vcin.com slash horses. Promo code is Vegas 1000. Got some breaking news in the NFL, too, that we should uh, get to address. Well, 
Lamar Jackson. Yep. COVID. Yep. It's official. Okay. We'll also talk season-long player props with Howard Bender, Fantasy Alarm. Uh, What's his opinion of this Aaron Rodgers prop? And what are are some of his favorite season-long props that are available? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. If you're looking for a hot tip to bet on, Bet Rivers Sportsbook has you covered every day. Go to the Bet Rivers app or betrivers.com, find the game that you want to bet on, tap tips, and you'll get instant research for the upcoming matchup. Try it out for baseball, soccer, tennis, and a variety of other sports. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one time playthrough. Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook offer, valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at playsugarhouse.com in New Jersey. You got to be 21 if you have a gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, call 1 800 Gambler, Indiana, 1 800 9 with it. Colorado, 1 800 522 700, Michigan 1 800 270 7117, Virginia 1 888 532 Iowa 1 800 bets off. JVT, some big news today in the National Football League. Uh, Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson is out due to COVID issues. Uh, this will not be the last time we hear about a big name, I'm guessing, in the NFL who is going to come down with COVID again. We'll have to miss time because of COVID protocols. Mm-hmm. Again, we saw it twice last night in Major League Baseball. Christian Yelich for the Brewers, and Trey Turner was yanked from the game 
uh, when the Nats were taking on the Phillies. Yeah, and Lamar Jackson's going to be the headline, but it seems like maybe some results came in today because the Bills have a couple of guys on the COVID-19 list today. Uh, The Colts have a couple of guys that have been reported to be on the COVID reserve list today as well. So we're getting results back, and this is going to be a little bit of an issue as you go forward now. So we'll see if this kind of wraps up by the time we get to the regular season. Howard Bender joins the program now, uh, FantasyAlarm.com, and also hosts uh, a show on SiriusXM. Uh, the Fantasy Channel. Howard, it's good to talk to you today. Thanks for the time. How are you? Oh, thanks for having me on, guys. Always great to uh, always great to get a chance to talk football betting because I've been so immersed in MLB right now that uh, that this is going to be a nice little break for me. Oh, very cool. <laughs> are you like proceeding with caution at all? With you know how, how many bets you actually might make at this point of the season in the NFL as we're like a week away from preseason, and then we really get into it. Just because you don't know, like how many guys, like the the COVID protocols, how many guys might be affected, or are you just saying, you know what, that was last year. I think the guys are going to be okay, and I'm going to fire away. Well, I, you know, I think the important thing to note is that last year in a in a eight, in a 17 week season, the NFL got every game going right. Like they played their games. That you know, some stuff got switched around. Um, so I do feel like you can just be confident with the fact that. These guys are going to play their games. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, uh, I, I tend to lean because of what's going on with COVID. I tend to lean, if I'm looking at, you know, individual props or, uh, or you know, stuff like that, then I'm, I'm tend to lean on the under a little bit. But that's going to be a difficult thing this year just because you're adding the extra game. And I think a yep. lot of people yep. are kind of forgetting that, you know, that you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to tack on a certain amount of passing yardage. You're going to have to tack on a couple, you know, a, a touchdown or two maybe. So, you know, it's, it's a fine line, but, you know, I feel like the NFL is, uh, is just completely hell-bent on getting these games in during the regular season. And so, you know, I move forward with my betting. So, and Howard, one of the things that we discussed, and Mitch brought this up the other day, which was, was it South Antonio that you talked to about this? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was the thought that maybe we start to see a little bit more of a load management with some of these teams, right? Up by 14-21 in the fourth quarter. Maybe guys get yanked a little bit earlier. Well, one of the more things I'm fascinated by is, do these teams that are out of it, by the time you get to Week 18 in the 17th game, do we see more precaution of teams that have nothing to play for and guys getting yanked? So while we might have this extra game, is it somewhat negated by the fact that maybe some of these teams don't want to stress their guys out of the first season of 17 contests? Um, I, you know, I, I definitely understand that mentality, you know, but here's here's the thing. And, you know, it was like I, I dealt with this with the Jets last year, you know, trying to, you know, everybody's talking about them trying to lose games and, and kind of blowing it. These guys are on the field. These guys are playing with pride. These guys aren't thinking about what you're betting. They're not thinking about anything like that. So they're competitors. They're going to want to get in there. The coaches definitely understand that. And the last thing a coach wants, uh, you know, especially if uh, whether he's on the hot seat or not, is he doesn't want the team to turn on him at all. So, you know, while I do think there will be some load management situations, I don't necessarily think that there, we're going to see guys, you know, yanked out of games and not played. You know, we, we look at Detroit this year, right? It's a team that we don't expect to win at all. And the question is, is do they run a guy like DeAndre Swift hard, uh, you know, in a season that's supposedly a lost season, mm-hmm. and you're worried about whether or not, you know, he's going to see the touches and he's going to see, you know, enough plays. And why would they let him take that kind of a pounding if he's the future of the franchise. So, you know, it's like situations like that where, you know, I start looking at the backups 
And those are actually the more interesting props to, to sit there and kind of find out. You know, does Jamal Williams, is he going to have a rushing yard prop? And can I increase it over there? As opposed to really worrying too much about the, uh, the starter. Okay, well, let me ask about a guy who uh, actually was at camp yesterday. Didn't look very promising a week ago, but Aaron Rodgers is going to be the starting quarterback for Green Bay, the way it looks at this point. And uh, they put up a prop here in Las Vegas, Howard, yesterday at Station Casinos. And look, I mean, he had basically a career year last year at the age of 37. The public, I think, when they see this number, they're going to say, well, he threw for 48 touchdowns last year. Clearly, he's going to throw for 40 again this year. But the prop number they put up, Howard, is 38 and a half, and they juiced it uh, minus 140 to the over. You can grab plus 120 to the under. Again, going to be 38 later this year. Uh, 17 games, I get it. But on average, throughout his career, he's put up 36.8 touchdowns per 17 starts in his career. I like the under. What do you think about that number? I love the under. Yeah, 48 last year. What was it? It was 26 the year before that, 25 the year before that. Um you know, so he's he's hit that over mark, uh, what, twice in the last six years that, he, that he's played? So, you know, when a guy like Rodgers or, you know, even you take a good look at a guy like Josh Allen, when they're coming off of these kind of huge years, I always expect a little bit of regression the year after. Now, I get it. You know, 48 touchdowns last year. He's happy again. He's got Devontae Adams. They're bringing back Randall Cobb. But, uh, you know, 48 uh, you know, 38 and a half is a, it's, it's a tough number, even with the extra game. When you think about the fact that, you know, in, in 30 to 35 has been a stretch for him over the last six years. So mm-hmm. I love the under on this one here. And I'm also kind of eyeballing the, uh, the under on his, uh, you know, his, uh, his prop bet for, uh, for passing yards. I think I yep. saw something that was like 45, 50 uh, was the, uh, was the number there. And I, I just, can't see that happening again. I'm with you on that. I would bet that under as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, in, in the process of leading up to the preseason here and looking at all these numbers that are available, like k- kind of what jumped off the page to you or what other props stood out that you like on anything, like passing yards, touchdowns, rushing, receiving, any of that stuff? Um, you know what? The, the thing that popped out the most to me was the, uh, was the passing yard, not the, uh, the passing touchdowns. I really, you know, because you saw last year, I mean, we saw – uh, a number of guys really just, you know, besides Rodgers, Brady had 40, Russell Wilson had 40. You know, Russell Wilson had 40 touchdowns last year. I can't remember what I saw his uh, his number at uh, for for right now, but, you know, they're changing the offensive scheme a little bit there in uh, in Seattle, and, uh, and they're kind of switching things up, and they're actually adding more RPO uh, to try and get Russ to, to maneuver around a little bit. I mean, 40 touchdowns for him. I mean, that's uh, that that's going to be a a big stretch for him to make. And I think that we saw that a lot. I mean, we saw what eight quarterbacks with 30 or more touchdowns last year. And I think that we're we're going to see even with the extra game. Uh, you know, I think these props come out initially a little on the bullish side for some of these guys. And so, if you're betting now, I tend to lean towards the under. You know, you talk to me in about, you know, a, a month or so when things have kind of adjusted and the lines look a little different, uh, and then I might think about it. But for right now, yeah, it's uh, on, these, uh, on a lot of these passing yards and a lot of these uh, touchdowns, even with the extra game, I lean on the under. Where, where are you at with a guy like Tua Tungavailoa in terms of his season coming up? Trash. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> Simply put, trash, I, huh? Okay. 
I, I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I didn't see any game to game growth out of him last year. And, you know, and, and it was, uh, the, the mere fact that like, I get it, you know, Brian Flores said it before the season even started, he was like, when we get back from our bye week, I've got to put Tua in there. We have to see if he's, you know, the real deal or not. We have to see whether or not we need to make a move for another quarterback next year. And, and I think that was the decision that he made. And it was a, a tough spot for him to be in because Miami was all, you know, was competitive and they were looking really good with Ryan Fitzpatrick there. So, you know, when they pulled him twice after starting him, I mean, that told you really all you needed to know that Brian Flores did not feel that he was ready to play. And when he just looked so overmatched in a number of games that coming into this season, I get it. These kids didn't have a preseason, a proper uh, preseason in training camp last year. And that definitely has an impact, but to not see any kind of growth from game to game really had me, uh, had me worried there. So, you know, when I look at, at the fact that, you know, two is going to be under center there, I look at receiving props for Will Fuller under. I look at receiving props for Devontae Parker under. Um, you know, the only person who I think uh, might be interesting is uh, is once they pop out a receptions prop for uh, for for like Jalen Waddle. Like that might be the only thing that I look at as an over. Yep. I noticed that uh, I think it's William Hill. They have a prop up Jalen Waddle versus Devontae Smith more receiving yards on yep. the season. It's it's minus one ten each way. Would you, would you lean yeah. either way? Where would you go with that, Howard? I would lean Devonta Smith there. Actually, okay. I would. Okay. I I think you know. I think I think Hertz is uh you know is is probably a, a better QB. And while they you know they're not getting rid of Zach Ertz and they're going to continue with the uh, the two tight end sets, there's no wide receivers there. There really aren't. I mean, it's Jalen Rieger and uh, and and Devonta Smith. They're going to have to pass the ball. Um, you know, to the receivers, they can't just rely on the tight ends. You know, so I think that that hurts at least the, is a, bit, a little bit more trustworthy. Howard is the VP of Ops at FantasyAlarm.com. You can also listen to him on the SiriusXM Fantasy Channel as well. Does a great job with Jim Bowden. Howard, it was great to talk to you. Thanks so much for waking up early and coming on the show today. We appreciate that. Wow, thanks for having me, guys. Always a pleasure. Yep. Follow him on Twitter. He is at RotoBuzzGuy as well. Good show today. Fast moving. Tomorrow, NBA draft. Can't wait. Going to be a lot of fun. Good luck with your bets tonight. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.